Welcome to episode 86. dog how you doing man happy holidays happy holidays we are five days from uh christmas the week of christmas yeah yeah it's pretty exciting ask me how many presents i've bought i've purchased how many presents have you purchased nathan nice i like nathan I like i'm not it. giving you i'm not getting anybody none, nothing this year i'm being yeah, man. scrooge yeah man i agree yeah it's fucking Corporate capitalist pigs have made living in the world fucking miserable. Everything's a million dollars. A buddy of mine was one of my clients was telling me today he uh, he had ordered a pizza for him and his family, and he thought he ordered two, but he accidentally ordered one. But he thought he ordered two because it was forty dollars. When it showed up, it was whoops. And when it showed oh, up, yeah, run it back. <laughs> <laughs> and when it showed up, it was one pizza for forty dollars. He was like, "All right, this is getting out of hand." All right, so it's funny you mentioned this story to me because I was talking to uh, an acquaintance. I'm not gonna call him a friend. He's just like a guy I know at the bar I go to, and we were talking about pizza prices mm. and how they're fucking ridiculous, yo. Yeah, like a pizza. I mean, like I've never been to Italy. I don't know what they cost over there. Not forty dollars. I'm pretty sure they are not forty dollars. Like that to me seems to be like a comfort food type of thing. Yeah, but for whatever reason, you go like. Like, there's a pizza place near me, Mario's Pizza. And granted, their pizzas are fucking fantastic. It's a mom sure. and pop. Really good. Discovered them during the pandemic. A large pizza is going to run you off top at least. Like, like I'm talking like a, a large single, like just a, a, your basic pepperoni pizza. is going to be like $24. See? And I'm <laughs> like, why? Why? Well, like, I can go to the grocery store and I see that pepperonis are not expensive. Well, now tomatoes. Everything's expensive now. This is well, yeah, but yes, he, but this is but before yes, the yes, pandemic, yes, you know. Yes, it's like, yeah, why like are y'all charging so much for this shit? You know, literally because they want to. Like, yeah. that's and and it's like mom and pop places are affected because like these huge corporations with just billions of dollars in profits are like, oh fuck, we could just charge more and then we'll make more money. So they do, and then all these mom and pop places are like, well, now my profit margins are fucking gone. So now I have to raise my stupid prices and charge $25 for a pepperoni pizza. But even, but even the chains, your Pizza Huts, your Domino's, yeah, again, the, they're the, all they're, expensive. They're, they're all part of those corporations, too. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we could just we could just make more money. And, How? And I'm, I, By and I'm like, fucking everybody over. Yeah, yeah. Because it's... It, yeah, it, I'm flummoxed by yeah. the cost of pizzas. Yeah, by everything. Inflation is not a real thing. It's just, it's, it's just like a, a shitty propaganda word for corporate greed like there's no reason for the prices to go up on everything there's no reason right yeah and, and again when we're talking about pizza prices like this goes beyond yeah what we're experiencing now beyond you know the uh the pandemic see now the the, the headset i keep getting this usb device not recognized i'm sorry i, I have on a tangent because my yeti microphone was not working the way that it normally does my computer's not recognizing it uh 
But yeah, but anyway, going back to the pizzas, like they've always been pricey. Yeah. And for no fucking good reason. Other Zero than the reason. fact, like you said, that they've always been high and people still pay for it. Yeah. It's it's like a furniture and clothes. Like the markup on furniture is like four hundred percent. And on clothes, it's like seven hundred percent. Like there's yeah. no reason for that. It's just the company is like, Well, I can charge this much, so fuck it. And fuck you too. Like it cost me three cents to make this shirt, but you're gonna buy it for fifty dollars. Yeah. So it's like the, the margin is nuts. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, the yeah. only uh, the only pizza outfit that that has it right in terms of their price structure, Little Caesars. Is, uh, Little Caesars. Yeah, and unfortunately, their pizza can eat a dick. It's not. Uh, that's not bad. Oh come on, man. I mean, it, it's not like a mom and pop pizza, but as far as like the chain pizzas go, I think it's better than Domino's. And what? Yeah. Now I haven't well, had Domino's in like a million years, but. All right, and and granted, I haven't had Little Caesars so in a million years too. I get Little because Grayson's school like. They'll usually order from Little Pe- uh, Little Caesars because it's cheap and you get a lot. Yeah. And so uh, normally, like, I'll get from the local, like, mom and pop pizza place. But every once in a while, he wants a Little Caesars because they have, like, stuffed crust uh, pizza. And it's just good. All right. I- I'll take your word for it. I mean, I, I live I live next to Little Caesars. Uh, it's, like, in the strip mall where my Vons is and some other, like, you know, Rite Aid. And there's always a group of people outside waiting to get their... Uh, they're hot and tasty or hot and whatever the fuck that whatever the tagline is like there's always a line of folks getting their uh the little seasons coming out there with like three or four boxes and shit it's like they're not bad man they're good and they're cheap and you know the they are cheap and they've always been cheap yeah 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 all right man. i'll take your word for it I'm you know fan. yeah because I, I know domino's use up a bad rap for being shitty pizza. yeah yeah and i will say over the past I mean, I, that was my opinion of them too, but I would say over the past like maybe seven years, like they've changed. Uh, I like Domino's. No now. shit. Yeah, it's really good. Get the the, the thin crust. Uh, it's good. It's one of the best pizzas, you know, at least in terms of like chains. I would take them over a Papa John's or Pizza Hut, any of that shit. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Welcome back to Pizza Talk with Brian and Graham. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I, I didn't know because Domino's is always kind of whatever, but hmm. no, it was yeah, like boom, like because we're roughly the same age. Like you know, when I was a kid, it's like nobody like Pete like like Domino's. Ugh, yeah, that, that's just I the pe- that I mean, it, it comes quick, so that's what you get. It's like yeah, right, I can. It's fast, and and back then it was mad cheap. Um, so, back yeah, then it was, it was just, like Pizza Hut was like at least when I was young, Pizza Hut was the king. Uh, and Domino's was like basically like Pizza Hut. They were the Transformers, and Domino's were the GoBots. Don't shit on the GoBots. That kind but, of equivalent. But also, but I now it's switched. I think that Pizza Hut had that status too because they had physical restaurants, and nobody was sitting in a Domino's to eat. No, no, no. Is no, they were they were the the delivery guys. They were the thirty minutes or less guys. And Pizza Hut, we just had they just had stores. That is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had actual. I've I've dined in Pizza Hut. Same. Uh, more than once in my in my my childhood. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. I remember when I lived in Woodland Hills, there's a, a Michi pizza was is the spot. They're the shit. <laughs> Brother, which one? There were so many of Michi pizzas in San Fernando. Like I, I live next to at least five. And I know they all <laughs> were not the same. that many. They're not there that were, many. There's a whole there's bunch a of Michis. There, there's a, there's a whole bunch. There's a handful, but they were good. Uh, the one in Woodland Hills, they were good. Okay, yeah. I probably ate there before. I don't even know. But yeah, I used Michi. to go to this. I used to go to this when I lived. Uh, after my mom started doing well and we like bought a house 
it was off Mulholland and there was a place was it a Michi right there off of Topanga and like Dumets? They proved my point. Yeah, that's... they were good. Yeah. No, I, I know there's multiple ones, but they, they yeah. were good though. They had good pizza. Oh, yeah, thirty bucks, forty bucks. Probably was it? Now, now Mulholland. Sure. No, I'm I'm sure back then it was. Oh no, no, no. Back then it was. They were all. Yeah. It was like it was like twenty bucks. Yeah, for inflation, same, 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 same amount. <laughs> you know, you got to take that into account. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> oh, uh, so hey so you made it through that traffic okay huh yo that shit was rough i uh i normally try not to be out in the valley that late but you know if the work you gotta there, do what you gotta do yeah yeah i'll take it and uh so yeah i normally i try like to leave the valley like no later than three o'clock because if i don't then i'm i'm there forever and yeah so my session ended at at four and then uh I ended up leaving around four fifteen, four twenty. Two hours, man. Two yeah. hours. It two doesn't. Hours. Uh, it doesn't help the fact that it's you know, like I said, like five days before Christmas. There's just a lot more folks out there. I was just hoping that like every, most people would be taking week off or be already be on vacation, like t- time off. This morning it was not bad. I had to go out to the valley this morning, and normally it takes me two hours to get out there, or at least an hour and a half. But it was like 50 minutes. It was no problem. So yeah. I was expecting that on the way back. But uh, well, the no, real reason, I mean, it wasn't even the traffic. There were six accidents, brother. Six. Oh, shit. In that straight line from the valley to San Dimas. Damn. You know, I drive like. The holidays bring it brings the worst out of people, man. It, it's been it really this way does. for a few, it's been this way for a few years now. I, I, I've noted I've commented on it like on my social media platforms. But like I drive all over L.A. every day for work. And over the last couple years, like maybe, I don't know, five years, the traffic has gotten so bad. But there is, I drive through at least three accidents any time of the day on any freeway at any given time. It's yeah. always rear-ending. Everybody's rear-ending each other because everybody's on their fucking phone and they're driving really aggressively. Really, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I see that. I see that same thing, and I'm not really even driving that far yeah. away from my from my neighborhood or my area, and I still see. You know, it's like you can't you cannot get on the on one of these freeways. For me, it's a 405 without encountering at least one. It's crazy. You know, and I'm only going like maybe five miles. There's always something happening. That's you know? crazy. Yeah, that's nuts, man. But yeah, so I made it. It's fine. I called in an order and picked up uh, a couple of fish tacos and ate them in the car before I got here. While I was driving home, I, I had ah. no time. And like, I, I knew I needed, I still need to work out tonight. So I can't eat after this and then work out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that sucks, man. I'm sorry to hear. I'm sorry. You know, you had so much to do in like such a short period of time, you know, trying it's to get home from, from the job and everything. I hate eating in the car. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. I like to, I like to enjoy and like kick your feet up, kick my feet. Yeah. Have yeah, something yeah. nice on the telly, yeah. you know, uh, enjoy my meal. Yeah, definitely. but but yeah, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, you know. Just gotta eat that shit, and and again, I would have waited, but like I I I need to work out. I'm tired of being a fat shit, so uh, I need to get back to fighting shape. So I was like, all right, I gotta get some food in me, but I can't do it later because if I eat later, there's no way I'm working out. So I figured we do yeah. this. I got like at least an hour to digest, and then I can hit a workout hard. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I mean, I went to the gym earlier this morning. Um, but again, it's like it's. The holidays and like if I don't get to the gym at least I try to get there at least by eleven. Mm-hmm. 
that if I get there, I went to the gym on Sunday. I got there like at one and I thought, okay, early enough. Fuck no, man. A fucking shit show at the mall. I'm like, oh. So, I, yeah, I learned that lesson. So I got there this morning at 11, got my workout in. And uh, and I and I always park. I want to get my steps in anyway because my phone counts my steps. Mm. I always park in the back, like for the like far, the far away, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, parking spot. It's an underground, you know, garage. And I don't mind walking to get into, you know, you know, the gym or whatever. But it's so much easier getting out. Yes. Being damn near by the exit already. Yes. Uh, and like, you know, people, I'm, I'm, I'm walking to my car. Hey, bro, where you park, man? Are you leaving? Are you leaving? And I'm like, yeah, I'm leaving. But I'm all the way down yeah. there. So always, when I used to go to a, a public gym, I always laugh at like people who would wait around to find a closer parking spot. It's like you're going to the gym. Just get like. I know. Five, I know. You know, uh, not even five minutes. You get like a, a thir- 75 seconds of extra exercise by walking. It's yeah. fine. You'll just start it. Just start it there. You know? <laughs> exactly. Your workout starts when you leave the car. You're, you're exactly. good to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how, how do you get, how do you have the motivation and, and drive to get here and then quibble about a few steps? Like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I finished my workout this morning and, and I, so I got there like 11. I, I was done by around 1230, close to, maybe close to one. And uh, I decide, oh, I'm going to go to the food court and get some Mongolian Mongolian uh, barbecue or whatever. Is that mm-hmm. what they call it? When yeah. You get the, the bowls or whatever. Yeah. So I'm walking through the mall and maybe it was just me. I don't know. But I, I had on, you know, my after I worked out, you know, I put on my, my hoodie and I have my, my towel that I bring in and I'm just walking and I'm getting all these weird looks and I'm like, what's everybody like? And maybe again, it might have just been me. Yeah. But I thought maybe it was the, the towel that I had. Was it gross? Was it smelly? Like, did these motherfuckers think I'm like banging or something? Because it's like <laughs> it's like a red, it's like a red towel. Oh. And I just had it, I had it wrapped around my hand. Because yeah, I, they, th- they absolutely thought that. Because I didn't want it around, because I had a hoodie on, right? It was like it's like a pullover hoodie. So I, d- I didn't want it around my neck. It wouldn't have fit right. So I just had it wrapped around my fist. Yeah. And I was kind of getting these like side eyes. Like, That's absolutely what it was. And the thing is, like the red towel is a Snoopy towel. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> the least gangsterous thing. Whatever, man. Snoopy's blood. He's out there banging, man. Yeah, so I'm, like, I'm like, man, I hope these motherfuckers <laughs> don't think I'm banging it. Because I was getting these looks and I, I kind of, I, I, I was like, I'm, I'm going to put it in my pocket. But it wouldn't fit in my pocket. You know, he starts hanging out. So yeah, now it looks yeah. like I've got now, like a now, rag. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, man. And so when I when I when I ordered my food, they had to wait for it, right? So they give you this bag and they kind of call your number, and I just dumped it in there. <laughs> no, yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and mean, then I, was, I, I was walking to my car, and there was this one car like flowing, like kind of trailing me. Yeah. <laughs> and I look, and I'm like, all right, just you know, just. It was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, 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 bro. Like, just making sure, you know. B and I are throwing up make believe gang signs right now. You guys yeah. can see it. Because the Fox uh, Mall used to be gully back in the day. I mean, yeah, it ain't yeah, like yeah. that now, but... Yeah, I mean, people no, are no, still out there, though. No affiliation I mean, it's, my point. This, it's L.A., you know, like, you know... Part for of the pe- Peanuts gang. Yeah, for people, who don't live, for, for, for people who don't live in L.A., like, you might hear this and that, but, like, understand, like, this is a dangerous city. It, it potentially can be. Um, like, it's one of the most dangerous cities in the country, in particular with 
the gang culture here is really intense. So it's like you can get into trouble for just the color of a rag. Yeah, yeah. Not thinking about it, just like, well, it's just it's a towel and it's red and it's red or blue or whatever. Um, yeah. So it it uh, you know, and it was yeah. the same size too. Like it wasn't. It was almost like a hand towel, dude. I had a so a, it almost looked like a handkerchief almost. No, yeah, no, no, I had no. a friend who um he got into this phase where he was wearing bandanas all the time. He'd like you know he'd fold them up and wear a bandana on his head or he'd tie it around his wrist or he'd hang it out his pocket. Um, but he would wear like red and blue, and we'd go out and I'd tell like take that shit off, man. Like we're literally we're going downtown. Like what the fuck are you like? It's not there are actual gang members who this matters to. It yeah. doesn't matter to you because you don't give a shit. But like, yeah, it's so like you can actually get shot over these things. Over, no, for real. Over that dumb like, shit. You can literally you know? die. Like people will kill you out here. It's, I know it sounds for people who don't live in L.A. And for even some people who do live in L.A. who just don't aren't aware. I know it sounds very dumb, but like it's a real thing. <laughs> and it's not it's not you shouldn't fuck with it here. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, I know this ain't nine, you know. It's not the '80s anymore, but it's still like that. That shit is still prevalent. It's still you know? bad, man. Uh, yeah, it's not in the news as much, but it's it's still here. I mean, somebody got shot at my at the mall that I go to last year around Christmas over some yeah. dumb shit. I think it was over a parking spot. Yeah, so somebody died in the garage that I normally park in. I'm like, yeah. come on, y'all. Yeah, man. Oh so, yeah. You know what you should? I, I when I used to go to gym and and whenever I have to do like when I go hiking, I wear it. But I have this like really tiny, slim backpack. It's like basically wearing nothing. Just a couple straps with like a, I don't know, the pockets maybe an inch tall. Is it yeah. one of the things that kind of straps around your, your chest? It, it's you... a regular backpack. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, you or you could do that. Um, that way, you know, you don't have to walk around banging, throwing up sets and shit. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, because sometimes, you know, I see a lot of cats, you know, wearing like but the But then, uh, then the you satchel. have a spot for your headphones or, you know, yeah. your keys or whatever. Like, it's nice. And you don't have to use lockers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I don't use lockers uh, after the Since incident. LA fitness. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. I just keep. I'll, I'll either keep my wallet in my car, yeah. in my glove box, or today I brought it in because I knew that I wanted to uh, go get some food afterwards, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to have to walk to my car and then walk back into the mall, so I just kept it. But I like to work out with as you know as few things in my pockets as possible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's my phone and my keys, and that's pretty much it. Man, I remember Mongolian barbecue. That was like the thing at THQ. We had, yeah. like, we'd all rush to the mall as fast as we could and cram those fucking bowls as hard as you could and then make it back just in time as our break ended to eat at our desk. As you get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I did today. You know, yeah, I, I, I take my, 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 my lunch break is me going to the gym. And then once I get back from there, then I come back to work and I'm eating. Whether it's like today was Mongolian, sometimes it's like a couple noodles. Yeah. Sometimes it's like a couple hard boiled eggs. <laughs> just something I can just snack on while I'm working. Yeah. It's funny. I uh, I I may have told this story on here before, but whenever no, I, I tell teach, it again. Yeah. Whenever I teach seminars, um, especially out of state, uh, you know the whoever I'm whatever group brought me in will take me out for lunch like either at the end of the seminar or if we have a break if it's you know if it's like a five-hour seminar if we take a break in the middle of it they'll take me out to lunch and uh they'll always be like oh we have a really good spot we're taking to i'm like awesome and it's always asian food i guess because like we're doing martial arts they think, <laughs> they think we gotta eat asian food <laughs> yeah it's fucking weird and i'm always you know I'm, i never what's say that, what anything. type of asian food japanese korean it's, what are we talking it's about it's almost or... always chinese 
Chinese. Almost okay. always. Because again, these like these are in places like not in LA. So they don't even know that there's a difference. It's just yeah. like, oh, there's an Asian food place. That oh, means yeah, Chinese. Yeah. So it's always a Chinese restaurant. And um, when I, one time I was teaching this uh, three-day seminar in Montana. And same thing. They go out to lunch and they're like, oh, we got a really good spot. And in my head, I'm like, it's going to be some... <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be some fucking Asian food. And you're like, okay, Panda Express, right? Yeah, and it's like, I like we're up, you know, up in the country in Montana. Like, there's not gonna be any yeah. like, proper any any sort of Asian cuisine out here. And they they go, we go to this um, Mongolian barbecue place, and I was like, okay, you know, it's I could at least get like grilled meat and stuff. I'm down. And uh, so I do, you know, put bowl or sitting, and then the server comes by and puts like free stuff on the table but it was tortillas and i was like like mexican flour tortillas wow okay. and i was like what are these for and the guys i was with they're like it's for the to like wrap your 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 stuff in and i was Get like fuck out of here. <laughs> i was like what and they're like yeah don't you, you know you like put it in you can wrap it up if you don't want to like and i was like <laughs> do you guys not know that like mexico and china are like totally different I don't. They might be onto something, man. It's like a, a <laughs> Mongolian barbecue burrito, you know. You know, like yes, but it should have been like a like a rice paper. Like if rice they were paper, trying yeah, to do something, yeah. they're like, no, 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 it's flat and. <laughs> okay, so so anytime, so I always look even in L.A. If I'm going into any ethnic restaurant, whatever, I look at who the people that are cooking the food. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, at this place in Montana, were they even Asian? No, of course not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, I mean that. You know, out that way, it's like ninety-eight percent white. It's 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 that's what crazy. I figured. It's that's crazy. What I yeah, yeah. I remember going to uh, when I, I think I, I might have told this story on the show before, but like when I was first dating Akane, you know, my ex, ex, ex. Not that many exes, but uh, I was trying to impress her, catching bodies. No, I'm not catching anything. <laughs> uh. But, you know, she was, you know, she's Japanese and I was like, oh, I know there's a really cool sushi spot. And I took her there. She was nice. And at the end of the day, I said, what'd you think? And she was like, we'll, we'll talk about it in the car. <laughs> and she proceeded to explain once we got in the car that it was not very good and that that was not actually sushi. Yeah. It was just Americanized rolls. Yeah. And that the people that were preparing it weren't even Japanese. They're, they're Korean. Korean. Yeah. Yeah. And most, I like, most sushi spots. Are mo- yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, and so for her, it's like, and I kind of learned it from her where it's like, she would always have hesitation. Not that she wouldn't eat at a sushi restaurant run by Koreans. Of course. But the red flag goes up where it's like, yeah. okay, I don't know. If, and we have been to some places, maybe one in the Valley that was Korean operated, but they really got down with mm-hmm. the sushi. But usually it's like it's like a, it's like a like no no we're never yeah. going to find someplace else. Yeah, and all you know, and most of the Korean-owned sushi places cater to Americans. Americans, yeah, version of sushi, which is just like yeah, everything's a roll. So much stuff is fried, and uh, there's cream yeah. cheese on everything, and yep. sriracha. It's like it's like it's like all right, it's it's fine. It's just it's I wouldn't call it sushi. Exactly. It's not sushi, yeah. And and her 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 big thing is always just about you know because she doesn't want rolls, like she yeah. wants actual sushi. Fish, yeah, give me fish. She wants fish, yeah, and like. 
a lot of times, you know, it's just not fresh. Like you can yeah. tell, I, I can tell now where it's like they just this has been frozen and they thawed yeah. it out, and like you can t- you can taste the difference. You can usually tell as soon as you walk in, like the way it smells is. Yeah, yeah. If it smells like if it well, when if it smells like fish, turn around and walk away. Right. That's bad. That's, that's a bad sign. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get sick. Um, and then too, like I always find like not good sushi places always smell like industrial cleaner all the time. Yes. You walk because they're trying to get rid of that fishy. Trying to get smell. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's always my first indicator. When somebody digs me into a place, I'm like, oh, no, it has that smell. It has that smell. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> People yeah. probably think we're snobs and shit. And it's like, we're not. We just know the difference. Yeah. And it's like, and it, yeah. And it's like, if you, if you don't know, if you've only eaten at one type of place, you'll think it's fine. But once you have better, you're like, oh, this is basically dog food. And yeah. then there's like, there's like a whole other world above it. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you know, and like, I'm not even shitting on rolls no. in themselves. Like, there are some places I go to where, but the thing is, I, I need to be in the mood for that. Yeah. Like, if I'm in the mood for just some Americanized rolls, whatever, give me a rainbow roll, whatever, that's cool. You oh. know, I know, I know places I can go for that. But if I want just some authentic Japanese, like, that's not what I, I want at that time. Like, no. you know, give me some sashimi, give me, you know, the, the real, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so. definitely. Cause I like rolls. I like a spicy tuna roll, just like the next it's man. Delicious. It's yeah. delicious. Yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> hey, so uh, I'm in a movie. What kind I, of movie? I am in a movie, man, and I am trying. I'm trying to figure out how I can get the fuck out of this situation that I'm in. Uh, my friend Marianne. Uh, I know her from, you know, my cheers, my local bar, uh, beautiful woman, um, very nice. I've known her for four years, five years. She is making a movie. She wrote and she's directing this movie. And I thought it was like a short film. The way she, she described it to me, like, I thought it was like something for her class. You know, she's, she's like 51 years old, um, huh. doesn't look it at all. Um, she was like a former Budweiser girl. Uh, and she was like, yeah, you know, I'm making this, 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 this movie now, and I'm going to film here in the bar and yeah, I have a, I have a role for you, Brian. Uh-oh. And, and I was like a movie. I'm like, I'm, I'm not an actor. You know that, right? She's like, I know, I know, but you'll be fine. Like, <laughs> you know, so yeah, you want to do it? And like, you know, my, my roommates in it and some other people that I know from the bar are like, yeah, hey, we'll be in Marianne's movie, whatever. Like, cause the way that it was sold to us was that it was like this very small, low key thing. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, fuck it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be in your movie. I'll say a couple lines. She gives me the script, or at least, you know, a, a, your a, sides. A, my sides, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Sides, thank you. Of my lines. Um, she she gave them to me maybe a month ago. Uh-huh. I didn't look at them until uh, <laughs> this week, this, this past Friday, because sure. this past Saturday, we had a table read. And she was like, hey, so everybody's coming to my house. We're going to do a table read. And I'm like, okay, you know. So that Friday night, I'm like looking at this. Like, what the fuck am I? Who am I playing? Like, what are, they, what are these lines? <laughs> and like on the, the, you said the the sides or the slides? Uh, sides. The sides. Sides, yeah. The sides you gave me, I think I'm, I might have had five lines. Very, you know, short, condensed dialogue. Like, okay. like oh, this is not sure. Okay, whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so Saturday, I go to my boxing lesson. I finish up and then I'm that was at 11. I'm done by 12. The table read is at two. So go home, take a shower, 
I get to Marianne's at two with my sides. And, you know, I get inside. And there's, of course, I, I, there's people there I don't know, which is to be expected. Introduce myself to everybody. And so, and then, you know, my friend Lorena, who's all seems like me, was asked to be in this thing because we're friends with Marianne. You know, so I see her, like, we kind of get there at the same time. So we eat a little bit before, and then, like, the whole thing starts. And it, I quickly realized that this is like a bigger type deal than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And Mar- I saw a side of Marianne that I hadn't seen before mm-hmm. that, I mean, she was just very aggressive yeah, and authoritative uh-huh. and just very stern, almost like just very stern. He's like, no, 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 no. Oh my. And she was like, yeah. And we're reading through the script and she was like, no. Okay. So see anybody have this line, uh, make a note that's out. My producer put that in there. That is not me. They're changing my voice. But oh, that's not no. happening. And all this is going on. And I'm I'm sitting there and I'm just like, what the fuck did I get myself into? <laughs> I'm like, I this is this this is way more involved and intense than I was expecting. And I had, you know, I, I did my couple of lines. Um, and sometimes I did she didn't even have me say them, mm-hmm. which I was thankful for. I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, but the lines that I did say, Lorraine at least the next day told me that I did pretty good. But by the end of it. Well, not even before the end. So, so I had my sides, and then she's like, "Did you have the full script?" I'm like, "Well, no, I didn't print out the full script, but you sent it to me on my phone." So I'm just like reading through the script on my phone, and realize it's like 79 pages, and like every that's other like, line, it's like a feature. Yeah, every other line is like a, a stop because she has to explain all this shit and edits and everything. And I'm sitting there and like we, we're on page 29 and I'm looking at my phone, which is about to die because I didn't I didn't charge it enough ahead of this thing. And I'm like, man, it is almost five o'clock. Are we and in my in my head? I'm thinking, are we going to get through? Are we reading this entire fucking thing? What time I want to get there Two, two, because I want to get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, quickly. Yeah. So but thankfully, she was like, OK, that's it for the day. You know, uh. We'll, I'm gonna, we'll, we'll, we'll send you the revised script with all the edits and everything, and then we'll do, we'll pick it up again on January 6th for the continuation of the table read. And then I also found out during this that the sides she gave me were not all of my lines. I start looking on my phone, going through like the script. I'm like, Gordon, Gordon. I'm like, oh shit! Like you're like an actor in this movie. Yeah, and I'm like. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta find. I gotta extricate myself from this situation. And I. And I even. I even told her. It's like, look. I sent her a message that same night at the table read. I was like, look, Marianne. Like, this is obviously very important to you. You know, you've got legit actors that are in this. I am not that. And for the sake of this project, and for you, like, please, I think you'd be better off just recasting sure. this role. Like, no, Brian, you did fine. You did fine. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man. Cause I play one of her, I play her one of her men. And and again, because I didn't read it beforehand, like this character I'm playing, Gordon, he's an asshole. 
And I read through it, I'm like, oh man, this guy's a fucking dick, y'all. Like, <laughs> oh shit. Like he I'm cheating on her and she finds out. So uh, you're like brother, a love interest in this movie. Yeah, her her brother punches me in the eye because he knows that I'm fucking around with her and Yikes. I'm like, okay, no, 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 no. Sounds like a great movie. I need to I need to get out of this. <laughs> that is how I spent my Saturday. And at first I was all yeah, like, like oh, it's good to see everybody. Oh, Marianne, da da da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then but then once everything started, I was like, oh no, no, no. That sounds like a nightmare, dude. Yeah, I, I gotta get out. And <laughs> I, I just got to. <laughs> I gotta figure out a way. And he, and Lorena, who was also there, like I talked to her the next day, and she me and her had, had the same conversation. She was like, I was not expecting that. I'm like, me neither. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this thing's way too heavy. Yeah. She sold us something that, because she presented, she, she came at us in a completely different way. Yeah. Like, oh, no, it's nothing. Just like this small little thing. But it's like, they got craft services. They got, you know, uh, ABs and her producers and all this stuff. Right. Like, there's actual money behind this. Yeah. It's, it's, a, like, it's an indie film, but it's, it's a It's film. an indie film, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, nah. You know what I would say? I would say, like, I really appreciate the offer, but I have too much going on and I don't have the time to commit to this. Yeah. And I was just also true. Yeah. Yeah. And and I was thinking that too, where I'm like, okay, this is, yeah, I don't see how I can do this. Yeah, go ahead. Learn how to be an actor all of a sudden. Like, yeah. Which is not your passion. It's not like you want to be an actor. It's not. (laughs) Yeah. The forty first, I was going to be in it. I when she was filming, she said, you know, she said she was filming at the bar. I was like, oh, so I'll just be like in the background, I'll be an yeah, extra yeah, or whatever. Sure, you know? I was like, that's fine. I'm here anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, go ahead and film me. I don't care. Yeah, but now it's like, nah. I... Yeah, now you got to take take on a whole new career path. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not even getting paid. <laughs> oh, come on. No, 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 no. Oh, that's no. no good. I thought oh, I'll do it as a favor, but again, I thought it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be much more. Yeah, like a, a couple lines. Yeah, than this. And that is not the case. Yeah, a couple lines for no pay is is fine. Right. But like being a like a an actual character in a in a movie for free, like no. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And honestly, the money, I mean, I, I mentioned that, but it's like I even if they were offering me offering me money, it'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, honestly, no, I just don't have the time for this. Yeah. Um, or the once, if I'm being hundred yeah. percent honest. I just don't. Yeah, I would say like, yeah, like I, I would I would tell her like right away though, too. Yeah, like before, like things get moving, moving. Because if if this is like just now starting in like pre production, like they got time to. Well, they're past pre production. I mean, oh. well, then they should have talked to you a long time ago. I know. <laughs> well, I, guess, I guess she did, but she should have sent you like a full script and sat down with you and told you all this shit. Yeah, yeah, it was very uh, eye opening that Saturday. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" I just miserable. wanted to be anywhere but there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wonder what Graham's doing. I could be I could be recording episode of the Bobcast right yeah. now. Here I am <laughs> trying to fake my way like an actor or some shit. I've done shit like that where like producer friends of mine have been like, hey, we need like musicians to do this thing I'm working on. It's like this international um project where like, you know, some of the Rolling Stones guys and they're doing this thing, and then you take part of their song that they create and then you redo it with these like random like, we get random musicians together. And I was like, Ugh, I don't really want to. Okay, fine. I'll go. And I went to this studio and uh, there was like, I don't know, 10 other musicians and, or 11 of them. And then they separated us into groups, like two different groups. And we had to take the same part and make something out of it. And I was like, uh, and, when the, and the part that these, the Rolling Stones guitar player, Ronnie Wood, like that he provided were 
shit just fucking garbage oh no oh, so no. bad and i was like oh god i fucking hate this one i hate it because i have to like meet people like a bunch of people and then all of a sudden like vibe with them and none of these people i think are like awesome yeah um and then yeah and then like the and i was so fucking mad at my friend the producer because he knows what kind of musician i am and they were like he separated them into two groups and there was like the indie group and then like these like old and I was like 20 no I was like 32 or something at the time and then like these old guys who could like only play like like they only ever learned Rolling Stone songs in their whole life and then he put me with these guys and I'm like what the fuck are you thinking <laughs> and then I was like, like you know me at all yeah and I was like you know who, how I do this and what I do and he was like, oh, sorry, man. It just, and then the other group had like a cello player and like they, I, we could have done interesting things. Anyway, so I'm stuck with these fucking boomers and uh, they just keep playing exactly what Ron Wood played. And I'm like, no, no, no. The thing is to make something new, like totally new out of this. So like, no, 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 we could like, we could just, and they were just playing verbatim what he played and like, like a, like a, a, uh, a bar cover band right, was just like yeah. playing like you know Rolling Stones songs and I was like this I was so fucking furious and then afterwards we went in to watch the other band and then they came in to watch us and these all these producers are there and I, I, I literally I had my back turned the whole time while we were performing because I hated it so <laughs> I was just like same thing like you like I just want to be anywhere but here anywhere I just but don't want to be here yeah, yeah. like I you think it to yourself, maybe if I just click my heels, it yes. seemed to work for that that yes. one chick who, who was living in Kansas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, maybe maybe that'll work. Yeah. Yeah, man. I hate stuff like that. Yeah, me too. Me too. I had a, there was another thing I did. Uh, a buddy of mine who was a drummer, he was like, hey, I'm going to audition for this some producer uh, with my drumming. I want to, I don't know what he, I don't know what he was doing. But he's like, I need like a, guitar player to play with will you come and just help me and i said sure um you know like you're, you're my boy i love you of course i'll help so we go to this rehearsal space and my friend not the greatest drummer and so i'm accompanying him i'm trying to like make him look good i'm trying to like keep him on time and this producer comes in with fucking this big heavy dude you know just like i don't know like head to toe like Sean John with sunglasses on he's like chewing on a cigar and I was like oh I hate you <laughs> so much like you haven't said a word and I despise you man it's like we we are not gonna get along no and then and it was accurate because like we start so I was, I'm playing with Seth my friend and uh hold on one sec I'm playing with my friend and um the producer keeps stopping him and telling him he's not on time, like he's, he's out of time, which, you know, to be fair, is true. Yeah. And then so my, my friend is trying to like, oh, OK, 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 OK. And he's doing it. And then like he. He took out like a and he was just making him like have a drum. He was like took out a metronome and was like making him play to a click. And I was getting so fucking mad because he was being very rude to my friend. And I'm I'm trying not to ruin this for my buddy. And then all of a sudden. And then he starts talking to me like because he liked the way I played. And he was like, asking me, I was like, look, I, he was like, would you want to be in? I was like, I don't I'm not going to I'm not going to play anything for you. Like, I'm not. And I was like, and turn that 
fucking metronome off. And he was like, what? I was like, you're treating my friend like a real asshole and I'm tired of it. Like, I don't give a fuck who you are. I've never heard of you. Nobody's heard of you. Don't come in here and act like you're some big shot. You're not. Like, you're not Barry Gordy. We're not the fucking Temptations. Like, don't fucking talk to us like that. And uh, my my friend is just like, oh, man. <laughs> and I looked and I was like, sorry, man. I can't, man. I can't. <laughs> I just can't do it. No, hey, hey, you did the right thing. Yeah. You know, you had your boys back. And it's by, hey, some some things are just more, are bigger and more important than, you know. And again, like, who the fuck was this guy? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> he was nobody. Like you said, you're not Barry Gore. You didn't make the last <laughs> fucking dragon. You know, you didn't start Motown. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here with you. Yeah. And the, yeah. Yes, sir, Mr. Like, Barry Gordy. Like anything shit. you want, Mr. Barry Gordy. Yeah, yeah. no thanks. No thanks. No, you kick rocks, man. <laughs> shit. I love The Last Dragon. Yeah, me too. That's amazing. I saw that in the, in the drive-in with my dad and my sister. Did you really? Yeah. That's yeah. rad. Yep. That's so cool, man. Kiss my converse. It's like etched in my brain. And, and, and I wonder... If my love of Converse comes from that or just the fact that they're so, I mean, they're just dope shoes. I don't they know. Are, they are dope shoes. Yeah. I love my That's Converse. Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to all through junior high and high school, I rock Converse one and then high school was like Doc Martens. But um, I don't know why I got, I mean, everybody just wore Converse. I was just yeah. like, for me, it was just like, well, like cool rock stars wear Converse. And I think they're the best shoe, man. I, I wore, I, I wore my nice pair of Converse to my sister's wedding over Thanksgiving, you know? <laughs> nice Converse. I do, I do miss when they were Why are you 25. laughing at my nice Converse? They're that's, super nice, man. They're like, they're like leather. I do miss when Converse were $25. Like, yeah, they me were, too. They were $25 forever, and it was awesome. You could just buy a bunch of pair of Converse and wear them out and change them out, and now they're whatever, 60 bucks. It sucks. Well, I'm not paying 60 for Converse. I w- I refuse to do that. You're right, though. They have definitely gone up in price. I bought a, I bought a pair of Converse from Macy's two months ago, and uh, I got close to breaking my $60 rule. They were like 54. That's 60 dollars, B. But it wasn't. <laughs> well, you got? But it wasn't. You get, you get a discount? No, no, no. It was 54 dollars. And 54 dollars is not 60 dollars. <laughs> That's like I said, $60. like I said, it was close. That's $60. It was close. That's true. But I, 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 love, is, yeah. I love my Converse. I've got, I'm looking at, all right, one, two, three, four. I've got five pairs of Converse. All right. All right. Uh, Daddy Warbucks. Like, we get it. All right. But no, like you said, the cheap. You're, you're, you're winning. It's fine. And one of them was given to me with a gift. Oh, wow. So people just give you Converse. Fucking, you could buy them and people give them to you just fucking just drowning in Converse. Well, I'm just saying I'm a nice guy, <laughs> you know, most of the time. Converse are dope, man. They're really good for working out, too, for weightlifting. Oh, I, I, I'm, I never work out in Converse. I need more ankle support. No, nah, man. I always tell people like because for weightlifting, like people go, oh, I wear these like thick running shoes. Like that's a bad idea. You want flat shoes. You want like as you don't want a lot of cushion because then your ankle can roll. You want flat shoes. Yeah, but I do cardio before I work out, and I'm not bringing two pairs of shoes. I, I prefer flat shoes for cardio too. No, I can't. I, I tried that once, and no, because I've got a flat foot. Yeah, me already, too. which me is too. bad. Yeah. Uh, and I actually just bought these the other day. The other day, being yesterday, they're uh, do you know uh copper. Mm-mm. They make like uh, compression sleeves for like oh, your, yeah, yeah. your okay. knees and stuff. So they made these uh, compression. Well, I can't really see it. Up. Okay, yeah. for your for uh, for your feet. 
So you kind of just flip them on, okay, like okay. underneath the bridge, and they kind of give you support for like you know people that you know have flat feet like myself, and uh, and they make a difference, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever yeah. um, use like a, a tennis ball or a lacrosse ball on your foot? Nah, nah. That shit will change your life, dude. That's I'm that's sure, it. but. Yeah, I mean, I don't have so, a ball. Like, where am I getting a ball from? It's like, where am I getting a ball? It's fucking 2023. Oh, I don't know where to get a ball. I don't know where to get a ball. from. I have no idea, man. It sounds so complicated. So, so what? What do you do with it? You just kind of roll it under your foot. Yeah, you Is can that the whole thing. Yeah, so like you set it on the floor and you stand on it. Obviously, you can put as much or as little weight as you want. And yeah, you roll it back and forth, especially on the arch. But you can use it on your heel, on the ball of your foot. Um, along the sides yeah i mean that's like really really good easy easy recovery but like have a huge impact it, it'll like a lot of people who have back pain i'll i'll have them do that and their back pain goes away because a lot of that shit comes from your feet i've got back pains i've got all kind of pains yeah like how many pains do you have in you like Fuck like when you brother. wake up in the morning like how okay okay, okay. let's get into it um so <laughs> my, my shoulders fucked again um like all day there is a really intense sharp pain in uh, my shoulder my hands all all day even now are numb and uh they it um you know how like when you first wake up and you feel like you can't grab things strong yeah yeah it feels like that all the time uh my right hip flexor and hamstring for some reason is has like completely seized up <laughs> like i'm normally flexible i can't fucking do shit on my right side uh yeah man yeah I, being I, 40, I, it's awesome. Well, but, but you're physical, you know, I mean, yeah. you, you're, you, 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 you train, like you use, I mean, like the, the hands I would imagine are from your, uh, boxing. I, or... I, I honestly, I, I don't know what the hands, I don't know what, I don't know what the deal is. I feel like, and, and also like, I, I told you this before, but I haven't been able to really do pull-ups in years. Cause I get this really, really brutal pain in my forearms. Like if someone's, you know, if you take your finger and jab into your radial nerve really hard yeah. that's what it feels like when i do pull-ups now um i get that not to cut you off i, ha yeah. I get that same uh sharp pain when i do pull-ups not yeah. in my forearm but in my bicep oh it, yeah and it's been like that for years and i still do pull-ups i just I, I i mostly just do what you told me to do which is just i'll i'll do i get up there i'm good for a good first one mm -hmm. and so i'll pull myself up and i just hold that yeah for a long time and then slow my body on the yeah, way yeah, down yeah. and then i'll do three or four of those because i because it's slow but it but even then usually by like the, the third or fourth like the pain in my bicep is so much where i'm just like i can't i can't do yeah. it anymore. and i don't know why i even went to the doctor once and i was like i told him oh i've got this really sharp pain because i've had it for years mm -hmm. and i just worked through it you know a lot of shit but and the doctor's like oh we can do like an mri and I'm like, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't paying for that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, dude, I don't know. Um, the, the hand thing, like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like it's all, it's all related. Um, the pain in my shoulders, the pain in my forearms, and then my hands, like, the, there's something going on. I found, like, a sports medicine guy out this way. I'm going to, after the new year, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to him and, and, you know, go in and see. Because Regular doctors and stuff like they have to know everything about everything, but they can't. So they know a little bit about everything. Right, right. But, you know, so for injuries and stuff, it's sports medicine guys. That's where you want to see it.
well, what happened with your shoulder? Like, what did, did you do something recently to re-injure it? Or like, no, in, just, in, in 2005, I tore my labrum and uh, I was an idiot. I didn't do any rehab. I didn't go to the doctor. I kept fighting. I kept training. And I was just like, fuck it. I'm tough. I would like teach in a sling and fight in a sling. I'd do tournaments in a fucking sling. Um, and I just kept blowing it out. And it got so bad that I would sneeze and it would sublex. It would pop out. Um, and then in 2012, I started rehabbing it. I went to physical therapy for like a month and then I kept continuing with all those exercises. And then, and then it's been amazing ever since for like the last 10 years. Um, I've been, you know, one arm pull-ups and fucking all that calisthenic shit that I do, the, all that crazy. And I was doing, <laughs> I could, well, I'm going to say this and say like, well, that's where your forearm pain came from. But for like a year, I was doing... <laughs> I was doing 90 pull-ups a day. A day. Wow. Yeah. wow. That's <laughs> a lot would, of pull-ups. I would do sets of like 40 or 50 or 60 in, in one go and then break and then finish it out. Like I was strong as fuck. And then everything has been fine. And then last November, it just started hurting. I, I think I was kind of ego lifting a little bit, but like... Like November of this year. Of, of last like, year of last, of last year. year okay and then yeah and it just it started hurting and now it hurts all the time and i can't sleep on it and so i'm tossing and turning i've been up for the last couple months every single night i'm waking up at 3 a.m because my oh, hands happens. hurt and yeah it's just it's a it's a oh, mess right now it's like yeah. i just turned 40 and then it's like okay everything is gonna bother you now I don't know if it's the age because no, again I, I just, you I don't, yeah yeah i know i know but i mean i'm not i mean obviously you're Age is a factor. Yeah. But I think also the fact that, you know, you're, you're physical, you have a physical job. You know, I work out every day. So my pains more or less are just coming from, I, I think I don't stretch a lot. Yeah. I have a shitty mattress because I wake up and like my back, especially my lower back is always giving me problems. Yeah. My, my hips, which I don't know if that's just, again, maybe I don't, I'm not stretching enough, but like, from the boxing lessons that I do, because I'm constantly, you know, got to put the hips into it, mm -hmm. into those punches. Uh, my hands are okay. You know, obviously after a lesson, because I, I stopped wrapping my hands when I boxed too. Uh, That's stupid. That's stupid, B. But I'm not. I'm, I'm not. You it's stupid. I'm not. I'm not doing anything. Uh, I'm just throwing fist at his mitt i know, you know i know I mean? you're just hitting the mitts i i got a boxer's fracture when you break your fourth and fifth metacarpal um that's your for everybody listening that's the ring and pinky bone on the back of your hand if you trace those bones that go on the back of your hand um i broke that those it's known as a boxer's fracture doing mitt work because i didn't wrap my hands you had gloves on though right or no yeah 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 yeah. Well, I in, in I, gloves, I just, not right. I'm, I'm just saying, like, it yeah. only needs that one, you know, he, he might angle down too harsh when you're throwing that straight or something like that, and then your hand goes down, and that shit will break. It, it's super weak. I mean, they call it a boxer's fracture for that reason. All that right, part right, of your right. hand is weak as fuck. And, and it, well, normally it should take, like, three to four months to heal, but, like, you know, I was teaching every day, so that shit took over a year. I couldn't hit anything with that hand for over a year. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. Wrap wrap your hands, dude. All right. All right. Yeah. I was just I, I mostly I was just kind of lazy, lazy about it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know. know where to get a ball. 
fucking won't wrap your hands. And I got the wraps, but sometimes I get there and like it's all tangled up and like, ah, fuck it. Like, let me just. Let's just start. Let's go. These are the lamest problems I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's it's like you said, though. Like it's like there's it. I I I thought I was tough. Like I'm tough. Yes. Yes. I'm big. I'm big about it. I got. I know. I get it, man. I get it. Don't be tough. But no, I definitely don't want to break or fracture anything because obviously I use my hands for everything. Yeah. Uh, and I remember, uh, when I when I got that cut at THQ. I told you, you remember that story, right? When I got that, that I cut my, my hand grabbing that GameCube and Byron had to take me to the, <laughs> had to take me to the emergency room. That's, that's like the worst nerd injury I've ever I know, heard in my I life. Know. No, what is this story? I didn't tell you that. Yeah. Um, so we were, you know, you know, like back at TSU every morning we get there and, you know, they locked up all the consoles. So they had the consoles in, you know, in those uh, metal lockers, right? Yeah. So every morning, you know, okay, let's ones. open What's that? Those black ones, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, you know, you, you get in and they open up the lockers and everybody goes and grabs their console. And I reached in like, I, like I'd been doing. What was I testing? I was, it must have been like a day of reckoning or something. And I okay. reached in, I grabbed the GameCube, but I snagged, I rubbed, like, there's a piece of metal on the shelf. The shelf, yeah. And it caught my hand. And it's one of those things where you're just like, oh, shit, like you feel it. Yeah, but you don't think much of it. So I get back to my desk. I'm plugging everything in, but then I just notice like there's blood. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? And I look at my hand, and my hand is just like gushing. Oh wow! And I forget who our lead was at the time, but I I went over to him, and he was like, oh shit! Like, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm a kid uh, too. I have no idea. Yeah, what to exactly, do. exactly. It's like somebody needs to take B to 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 the emergency room. So Byron was on the project, so thankfully, you know, he he was like, "I'll I'll, t- I'll take you, B. I'll take you." So he took me to the uh, the hospital, you know, wrapped my hand up with like some paper towels or whatever, and I had this cut. And it was it's a it's a tiny cut. I still have the scar. I'm looking at it now, uh-huh. but it was deep, which is yeah. why it was bleeding so much. And they had the, it's my the only time, knock on wood, thus far in my life, where I've had stitches. Uh, and it was all because I reached in to grab my GameCube That's and amazing. I snagged my hand. On the shelf, got, oh, metal cabinet. Got too excited, man! I wanted to get that GameCube. But the thing of it is, going back to your point about you know, I don't want anything wrong. Like when I, because of that injury, I I couldn't. I mean, I could work out, but I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't curl. Yeah, like my preacher curl. I couldn't. You know, grip the bar like, and that's and that sucked. Yeah. So I definitely like you telling me that I could potentially uh, get a fracture. Yeah, it, it, uh, and it happens. It just takes a one weird. Yeah. You know, one weird punch and. Yeah, it's not worth it, man. I, I, th- right. I thought about, you know, after it happened to me and like, I, and, you know, again, I felt it break. I knew it broke and I didn't stop. I kept, yeah. <laughs> I kept going. Yeah. And then afterwards, this is at a, a Muay Thai school. And afterwards, like after the class, it was like another 30 minutes of fucking bag work. And then afterwards or mitt work afterwards, the crew the teacher, he was like, okay, he's like, go, go spar with my fight team. Cause he, like, I'm, he, he liked that I was a boxer. So go spar. So then I fought with these assholes for like another hour and like my hand is throbbing, but I'm yeah. such a fucking moron that I was just like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, well, just, I'm so tough. It, I was going to say, yeah, it's that thing. Well, it's, and you're not a moron. It's just, you think that. No, no, no. Okay. That's, a, that's what a moron does. I mean, in my life, I'm, yes, I'm a smart man, 
but uh, <laughs> but yeah, you but, wouldn't but be able honestly, to tell by that decision. You, you could have thought that maybe you broke it, but uh, but it also could have just been where it's like, hey, you know, I'm feeling away, but it's like ah, I still, still should have stopped. I still should if it oh this maybe hurts. maybe, but sometimes you but the, but I mean, how many times you work? I mean, right now we're talking about injuries. Like yeah, you work through pains. Like you work through them every day. Like there's, but there is a difference no, 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 between. No. Yeah, yeah. You work through tired. You work through I don't want to. You work through like this is uncomfortable. But you don't work through. Oh no, this hurts really bad. Like because there's nothing to work through. Like, no. It's your body saying, "Hey, stop." But that's what they're right. Um, that's the difference between you know like uh, an injury. Yeah, yeah. And like discomfort. I yeah, guess is what I'm I trying felt to say. it break. Like I felt. Yeah, it. yeah. And I was like, ooh, yeah. that. <laughs> that's bad that's bad. That's broken yeah yeah but i was like i in my head i said <laughs> i don't want these guys to know yeah. that it's broken that's that's why it's dumb and it was very dumb yeah dude wrap your hands wrap your hands for sure yeah. all right all right fine <laughs> and i'll find a ball so i can rub my feet with it it's really good i, I, I can probably do it while i'm working you know oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah i recommend a lacrosse ball tennis balls are like too soft and then okay. hard balls like a baseball oh. is too hard. So now you need to make it more difficult. It's, it's hard enough for you to find a tennis ball. Now a lacrosse ball. You, you think lacrosse like you I don't can find it at any sporting goods store, and you know it's five seconds away on Amazon. That is true. Yeah, like I everything in the world. I yeah, you have Prime. <laughs> oh, got man's got Converse out the yin yang. <laughs> He's got Amazon Prime. I've got that Prime shit. Fucking yeah. living the dream. Living the dream, dog. Living the dream. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I guess we should talk about some movies or something. Have you seen... Uh, oh, you know what I watched with Grayson the other day? I watched the new Pinocchio movie. The Guillermo del Toro. Oh, yeah. Claymation. What? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I I just fucking hate Pinocchio. Like the cartoon? You hate it? Yeah. Why? The whole story. I, I just, I've never liked Pinocchio. And, yeah. I, and I and I know about this uh, Del Toro's Pinocchio. Um, it's on Netflix, right? It is. Yeah. I've got no interest in Pinocchio. I know, as, as a kid, I'm like, just weird. Interesting. This old man making this little boy, you know, like, I don't know. Like, the whole thing is just weird. And I don't know. I've never had an affinity for Pinocchio. Wow. Or that, Jiminy uh, Cricket. Is Jiminy Cricket in that shit? He's not Jiminy Cricket. He's his name is Sebastian. It's a very different version of Pinocchio. I, I thought Sebastian was in Little Mermaid. This uh, it's a very different version of Pinocchio. Oh. So it's like, uh, you want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So well, well, one before I say this, like, uh, you've never seen claymation like this. It's nuts. Is it claymation? Well, I guess or stop it, it's, motion. It's well, is that the same claymation thing? is is technically yeah, stop motion. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the most insane claymation I've ever seen in my life. It's like I mean, as as amazing as Nightmare Before Christmas is, and it still holds up. Um, this is somehow more intricate and incredible. It, it's unreal. I mean, I was gonna say. I mean, I think all stop motion. Yeah, it's is amazing. Everything you describe, even yeah. bad stop motion, it's totally. <laughs> I mean, just the fact that someone has to frame by frame move. Yeah, you know the the characters and the pieces is like that. But this, like, like the madman eyebrows and facial expressions and water and glass breaking and like it's nuts. It's really unbelievable. So it's gorgeous to look at. But it, um, so uh, Geppetto is uh, 
and his son Carlo, his little son Carlo, live in a small town in Italy. And, uh, you know, life is amazing. They're the best of friends and um, he's teaching him how to do stuff. And he gets Geppetto's commission to make this giant uh, Jesus crucifix statue for the local church. And as he's doing it, he and his son or his son earlier, he's, uh, he tells him he's got to find the perfect pine cone that they can use to plant a tree. And then when Carlo gets older, they can cut the tree down and make because, you know, he's a wood maker. So they'll make stuff out of it. Okay. So Carlo finds this perfect pine cone. They're in the church. And, uh, you know, it's set in the uh, late 30s, early 40s. So while they're in the church, you hear like planes overhead. Geppetto's like, we got to get out of here. So they leave. And then Carlo forgets his pine cone, runs back in, and the shit gets bombed. Um, Carlo dies. The pine cone, you know, flies out. Geppetto. Now he's like a wreck of a person. He's got no will to live, nothing going on. And he's just being drunk all day. He's just drinking all day. He ends up planting that pine cone. The tree grows next to the gravestone that he buried his son in. And uh, he's drunk. And now it's years later. And the tree is huge. And he's drunk and he's talking to it. And Sebastian, Jiminy Cricket, is living in this tree. Um, and one day he gets drunk. He's so angry. He chops the tree down. And like in a drunken rage, makes this wooden doll, um, and then you know, and then the the fairy comes. But in like typical Guillermo del Toro fashion, it's like uh, all the fairies and creatures are like a little scary. Yeah, yeah, you know? of course, yeah. So he makes this boy, or the fairy makes this boy real, or the doll real, and and it's like a wooden doll. It does like you know, Pinocchio looks all smooth and beautiful and polished. This looks like a fucking, a bunch of sticks and, and like a piece of a tree. I've seen it. I've seen yeah. it. Like, uh, yeah. So Geppetto wakes up from his drunken binge and uh, he hears something up in the attic. So he goes and like fucking Pinocchio crawls out like all creepy. <laughs> and uh, Pinocchio is just like, hey, what's up? And Geppetto's freaking out. And, um, you know, he kind of like, well, I guess I don't know what the fucking to do. And Pinocchio is kind of a dick. Like he's like a real asshole because he has no sense of anything, how the world works, morality, nothing. So, you know, long story short, um, he's like, well, oh, so the town got bombed. So now fascists are in the, like running the fascist military are running the town. So you got the, the Nazis. Uh, the Nazis. So you got, or, you know, uh, Italian, uh, what were they? Um, whatever the fucking Mussolini's guys were called. Oh, yeah. They, yeah, they were in that shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, everybody always I, I, leaves out Italy when they're talking about like, I know, fucking yeah, Germans. Yeah. are like, hey, what about Italy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Mussolini, and Mussolini is in the movie later, too. So anyway, this, whatever this, this fucking, I don't know, the brown shirts, I think. But he's in black, and he's got the red armband and whatever. And uh, he sees Pinocchio, and he's like, something happens. Pinocchio falls and dies, but doesn't die. So the soldier guy, the it, Italian Mussolini guy, is like, we can use you as a soldier because you can't die. And then at the same time, you know, the the guy who runs the circus who steals Pinocchio to perform, he's like, no, I can use your performer, whatever. So anyway, Geppetto's trying to like love this boy, but the boy's being a real asshole. And uh, so Pinocchio leaves and he joins the circus and he's, or whatever that is, the puppet show. And the puppet show guy is supposed to be sending money back to Geppetto and he's not doing it. And then Pinocchio finds out and freaks out and they get in a fight and then he, whatever, he ends up in the military anyway 
And I'm doing a terrible job of explaining this. I'm no, no, no. I'm, how, how I'm, different I'm it fascinated. is. How different it is from the. Well, the thing is, like you're telling me how different it is. And I mean, honestly, it's like this could have just easy, as easily been in that Disney animated <laughs> film because I don't remember anything that happened in that one at all, except for like a whale. A whale showed up yeah. at some point. Yeah. So, um, you know, there are obviously a lot, a lot of similarities. It's still Pinocchio. But um, so he ends up in this war and he makes friends with the. the military guy's son and the son and Pinocchio are competing in this thing where all the kids are learning like children soldiers and uh, Pinocchio and this the, the son are like hey we're friends we both won together we tied and the dad is like no and he like gives his son a gun and he's like shoot Pinocchio in the face <laughs> like this movie's intense and the kid's like no I can't shoot him in the face and uh, he's like you shoot him in the face yeah he showed it to me he had seen it already oh oh yeah, and uh, like, Dad, you will not believe this shit right here, dude. It was intense. Um, and then like you know, it's during the war, so that facility ends up getting bombed, and like that kid, <laughs> like ties up his dad, and his dad dies in the bombing, and then Pinocchio gets blown into the water, and he oh, so every time Pinocchio dies, he goes to limbo, and he goes before the sister of the fairy that created. Pinocchio, which I'm guessing is God, because the sister one in the in the afterlife is seemingly like the devil, maybe. But like, you know, it's she's very pretty and and nice. And she's like, look, you're going to every time you die, you're going to come back here and you have to wait till this hourglass runs out before you can go back. And every time you die, it's going to get longer and longer and longer. And this is going to go on till the end of time. Because that's. Yeah. Like, that's the price you pay for being something alive that shouldn't be alive so anyway <clears throat> at, at a certain point you know uh, geppetto and sebastian go looking for pinocchio and they get lost at sea and swallowed by that whale and then pinocchio comes back to life in the water the whale makes an appearance and he finds the whale and the whale is like this giant monster it's like a sea monster not like a whale no and uh, so they all team up and they get out you know they light the fire and it gets blown out the blowhole. And because of that, when they fall back in the water, like Geppetto is dying. He's drowning in the water. And Pinocchio dies too. And so Pinocchio's in the afterlife. And the the ruler of the afterlife is like, You can't go back. You have to wait till the hourglass runs out. And he's like, I don't care. I need to and then at this point, Geppetto and Pinocchio have reconciled and they love each other and they want to, you know. And, and Pinocchio's like, I don't care. I have to go back. If I don't go back right now, my dad's going to die. And so the, the underworld lady is like, well, if you go back, that'll be it. Like you'll, the next time you die, that you're going to die. And she's like, you're going to essentially have to trade your life for his. And he's like, okay. So he breaks the hourglass. He goes back. He saves Geppetto. And they get washed up on the shore. And there was like a monkey that is now with them too <laughs> from oh, the circus, sure. from the yeah. circus. <laughs> okay. So Sebastian and the monkey are on the beach and then they see Geppetto and Pinocchio and they go run over. Geppetto gets up and Pinocchio doesn't. And Pinocchio dies. He's dead. And that's it. He hasn't come back. Pinocchio dies in this movie. And then, so he's crying over him and he's like, please, please, please. And then that fairy who made him alive in the first place comes and uh he's like this isn't right like you you created him and then he died it's not right 
And it's all very beautiful and sad. She brings him back. She's like, okay, he can come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was and waiting then, for that. I'm like, because yeah. you, you were still like, he's Pinocchio's, he's dead. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. he's not. He's coming back. <laughs> so, so um, he's alive. And then the story continues uh, just with Sebastian narrating and they're showing, you know, whatever. And it's really beautiful. And then they're showing like at a certain point, they're all walking together. And then they're showing like the bluff where the first son, Carlo, where his gravestone is. And then there's another car- gravestone for Geppetto. And then, um, another for the monkey and then another for uh, Sebastian and it's just Pinocchio and he's just like wandering through the world now till the end of time alone (laughs) alone it's really heartbreaking um but like it's super beautiful uh Pinocchio is really annoying in the beginning but he's supposed to be because he he has to learn how to have empathy and, and compassion and stuff but uh man it was great really really beautiful heavy as fuck like I'm like holding back like tears because I didn't feel like bawling my eyes out and then I'm looking over at Grace and I'm like are you okay he's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> so okay so you did like it I did like it you liked it a lot yeah did, did Grayson like it as much as you he, I mean, he did he really liked it um I was like this is so heavy man this is so heavy but it was yeah, really good I I'm glad you Thank you for that detailed synopsis. <laughs> it was a mess. It was all over the place. No, no, no. I, I got it. Like, okay. I, I mean, enough for me to realize that I definitely don't want to see it. <laughs> uh, but your, but your description was great, and I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I, I mean, I, I like Del Toro. I'm not a super fan of his work. I, I'm not either. Um, but yeah, I mean, at least he did something you know original or different with this yeah. than just you know because I think uh, who did. There was another Pinocchio movie that came out on Disney Plus. They just made a live action one with Tom. A Hanks. live action one with it's, Tom Hanks, yeah, which trash. I heard was it's, terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, Grayson likes it, like, but he's a kid. He just, they like right, him. yeah. But it's, I think with so that, bad. it was they didn't do anything original with it. I mean, it's Disney, so I mean, original Disney. And it's also very, really. cl- very clearly just a cash grab. Yeah, that's all yeah. it is. There's, there's well, no soul to it. But at least with Del Toro, like. You're going to get sold. You're going to get some creativity, but whether you like his movies or not, like yeah. he's going to give you something different. So that's yeah. one thing I do like about him. Um, uh, but okay. I mean, maybe I'll check it out. I mean, I, I, I doubt that I will. It's very uh, good. And like I said, it's very beautiful to watch. If you want to watch like amazing animation, like handmade animation, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. I, 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 I marvel at that skill. I really do. I yeah. really do. But Seriously. I, I don't think I've seen a stop motion movie that i've one really enjoyed and two oh, wow. you know finished <laughs> wow not enough yeah. titties and explosions no it's not even that it's not even that there i if michael I, bay made a claymation movie would you watch it oh come on bro come on don't don't you <laughs> go that movie <laughs> no like i can't i respect the, the 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 artistry of it yeah but i don't know there's just something about stop motion that kind of pulls me out of what I, I, I get out it. of what i'm saying like yeah, I, I get that it's yeah, not, it's, yeah yeah it, it's it's a it's a very stylized thing i totally get but it. i respect it though i totally yeah. do i mean how can you not it's yeah like, it's amazing yeah but yeah yeah it was good um we've been watching the pirates of the caribbean movies the first and the second one which are great and he really loves them and we tried I to never watch like th- those either <laughs> oh really they're so fun yeah. But we, no. tr- I, I i had never seen the third one and since you know we watched one and two so we tried to watch the third one and I was, I had to turn it off because it was like, 
it starts B. Okay, so the first movie, it's an adventure movie. It's super fun. It's like yeah, I didn't think it was really. I saw the first one in theaters, and I Me think too. I fell asleep. I took, I, was like, this I took a date to that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably would have more fun with the date than than that movie. <laughs> I'm sure you did. No, I but, fucked it up. Oh, huh. I got well, drunk probably because and... you took it to see Pirates of the Fucking <laughs> no, I, I got drunk and ruined it. But Uh-oh. yeah, she was fine as fuck. I fucked up. Um, yeah, I just never got into it. And I think I, I just I, I love a good adventure movie. Yeah, uh, but again, like I'm not into pirates. And like sure. that whole kind of, yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's something about and I and I've I've seen. So I saw the first one. I saw the second one. I think I was in Japan. How, how many did they make? They made four, five. They made five. So I saw four in Japan because it was okay. like at the time that I was there, it was like one of the only uh, gaijin like American like foreign flicks that yeah. I you know I go oh, I'll get to see this fucking pirates movie yeah. That was the one where they were in like the desert or something like that. I haven't seen it, and I was like, "This is terrible." <laughs> I, I, I heard, so I heard long. Later, it was like, yeah, it's like two hours and forty something minutes. I'm yeah. like, I, I think I left. If I'm being yeah. honest, I was like, ah, I'm gonna go get some some raw some some curry. <laughs> some yeah, it's like this is not fun. The the first one I love. I think it's great. Uh, the second one I I like, but it is long. It start like so when they start to get like it's a little bloated and they're getting a little darker, but it's still, it's still more or less an adventure movie. The third one, we start it. B, the third one starts, they're hanging children. It starts like that. And I'm like, and I told Grayson, like, that's a bold choice. All right. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I don't know about this one. Okay. And he's like, okay, but I was like, let's give it a, maybe that was just like, a way dramatic opening for no reason. When you say children, are we talking about children like Grayson's age or like yeah. teenagers? Yeah, like, like like a ten year old. Okay. Oh, all right. hanging them like with like thirty other people, like adults and other kids, hanging them because they're pirates or like pirate uh, sympathizers or whatever. And I'm like, these are, this is a kids movie. Like I don't understand. Like how do you go from high sea adventures and like silly Jack Sparrow in the first one? to hanging children in the beginning of the second one so i'm like i don't know man and then within like the first 10 minutes a guy shoots a woman in the head and that was when i turned it off i i because grayson even looked at me like uh are which we one is this this is the second or third the one? third the third one oh, i'm about to check this out this sounds like more like <laughs> i like this see? sounds pretty see? that's what i said see you need fucking titties and explosions and bitches getting shot in the head so, well, no, I don't need that, but it sounds a lot like there. It sounds more uh, serious. You need because I didn't like. I didn't like. You Johnny need Depp. some whimsy and some silliness in your heart, B. I have all that in my heart. Do you? You I you do. you, just, you you jumped at the chance to watch a woman get shot in the head and kids hung, hang, no, hey, hang hey, it did. I, I'm not jumping at that. Hung. You're just... like frothing at the mouth. You should have seen everybody as soon as I said hanging children b started rubbing his hands together and licking his lips he's like yeah that's well, i lick my, my lips because they're chapped but no uh <laughs> nah, but you just, always got burt's bees i know you don't lick your lips. i do i do yeah. no it just sounds more interesting that sounds like a very interesting way to to start a movie the second it's one all, is, is, is all is good saying. too the second one is really good and it's way darker and the second one ties and how directly. dare you attack my whimsy level i have a shit ton of whimsy. I am the most whimsical motherfucker that you know, dog. The most? The most. That's impossible. Who's got more whimsy than me? I don't know, fucking Dr. Like Doolittle. I got, I got whimsy coming out of my pores, man. Nah, man, nah. You, you, your pores are just cocoa butter and fucking White Castle. Oh, that's... 
that's some racist ass shit right there. You use cocoa? No, you use baby oil. That's even more racist. You racist Don't motherfucker. You? No, baby powder. I don't use that either. Am you, I a baby? Nah, I'm use... a man. I'm a man, dog. I'm not using <laughs> use man baby powder. powder. You used I don't to use any use powder. Something. When you get out of the shower, you put something on. I remember this. Oh, like talcum powder, you know. Talcum, that's baby powder. That's not baby powder. Okay, well, that's no. what I meant. I wasn't going for a race thing. I was going for something I, I actually I, I know, know about I know. you. I know. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Everybody knows I'm very racist. Everybody knows. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is going to have to get a pass. Even the one with the the child's getting hung and all that. Yeah. I just, they're too but long I, and they're too tedious. And I, that Jack, that Johnny Depp, man, he, he really annoys me in those films. <laughs> I like the first two, man. I like them a lot. Um, but that third one, and, and, and I could tell, like, and I, I heard there's like a 30 minute boat fight at the end. And I was like, as soon as we turned it on before they, even the kids got hung, I was like, oh God, I know that mindless 30 minute fight is coming and I'm so dreading it. Um, but yeah, I've never turned off a movie with Grayson, I don't think. I, like, except for like the Goonies. He asked me to turn it off, you know, when the old lady comes up, which I get. She's scary. Get. She's yeah. scary as hell. Yeah. But yeah, uh, kids getting hanged, women getting shot in the face. I'm like, this is... And then... and then, Who's the that, main villain of that one? Is that the one with the uh, the guys from the... Uh, like the, the, the zombies? I don't know. They're like the sea, the sea zombies or whatever. Like they were a pirate mm-hmm. ship that the Davy like, Jones guys? Davy Jones, yeah. They, they start in the second one. Oh, they're in the second one. Okay. They're in the second one. But they're, they're in the third one too, but like it's mainly like it's about and then it starts getting into like all this stuff about the East India Trading Company and I'm like this is not fun. That what is fun? Even if you don't like the first Pirates movie, it's it's it is at least in theory a fun movie. Like yeah. there's adventure and they're stealing gold and you know yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. It's it's fun. It's uh <laughs> now it's like East India Trading Company and fucking Davy Jones's heart in a box because he's a girl cheated on him or whatever. Like this, wh- what's happening? And I just that, kept thinking about like what, what the who is this movie for? Sounds like they went uh they went full episode one Star Wars. They went full <laughs> talking like, about trades. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know all <laughs> yeah. that kind of shit. Like you know what's uh, weird like being a parent like you end up watching a lot of these kids movies and there are so many kids movies that are about real estate deals it makes no sense there's a wrestling storyline going on currently in nxt revolving around a real estate why do people think deal? this is interesting nobody thinks that's interesting or fun at least it makes more sense in the confines of a fucking movie or a tv show what the fuck am I watching a wrestling show for? Well, one of the characters is a business magnet who, in her spare time, dabbles in real estate. That's so dumb. I'm like, shouldn't you just do that? Like, why do you just feel this need to wrestle at the same time? You, that know, you, you know what to... the kids love? Real estate. Yeah. Let's get somebody in here who, who wrestles and is a board certified real estate agent. Yeah. Kiana uh, James. She's actually, for someone with her skill level, she's a pretty good wrestler. But yeah. the storyline is so ridiculous. It's like, <laughs> So First, he wanted to buy another wrestler's college. Because, yes, Graham, Andre Chase is a pro wrestler, but he also is the proprietor and owner of Chase University. <laughs> and Kiana James wanted to buy Chase University for the land. She wanted to tear it down, but she wanted it for the land. What, what does this have to do with wrestling, sights, though? Now she set her sights on Tatum Paxley. And her two friends who are also a tag team, 
and Tatum <laughs> owns a bar, or the Fallon Henley. I forget these fucking names, but she owns these are bad a, names too. A, they're, oh, they're NXT names. They're the worst. Yeah, she owns a bar. So now Tiana James is trying to. She wants to buy the bar from Tatum, Fallon, whatever her name is, but she doesn't want to sell, <laughs> even though. What are you saying right now? What is happening? Even by her own admission, <laughs> the bar is struggling and they don't know how much longer they can <laughs> hold on. And Keanu James is like, well, I will buy this from you. But because she's the bad girl, say, no, me and my family, this has been in our, this has been in our for generations. I'm not selling this bar to you. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah that is NXT, dog. That's the storyline that's happening right now. That's happening tonight. There's NXT going on right now. Hopefully, That's my sling is recording it. Horrendous. I need to find out what's happening with this real estate deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, get... It better not fall through. How like, does that happen? Like, you know, names, wrestling names should be like superhero names. Fucking Tatanka. Fucking uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, and and like they're just wrestling and they hate each other because they they hate each other. And that's it. That's enough. You don't need okay. anything else. All right, so it's funny you mentioned this because, like, this guy I listened to, uh, Brian Alvarez, he's a uh, he covers pro wrestling. You know, he does podcasts, radio shows, kind of a journalist, and he always goes on a tirade about these NXT names because they're so <laughs> ridiculous. So I'm, I'm gonna read some off to you. I'm, I'm on there. I'm gonna get to the roster page uh, where superstars. Uh, Come on, NXT. These names are hilarious. All right. So I mentioned Andre Chase. That's like a normal name. But that, like, how? Oh, here we go. Here here we go. You ready? (laughs) Alba Fire. No. Axiom. Who's a a fantastic wrestler? At least that's kind of like a superhero name. It sounds like a a carpet cleaner, though. He he he's a uh, he's a hooded wrestler. He wears a mask. He, like I said, he's a really good wrestler. He, before and they, they they changed his name before he was called A Kid, which is also kind of better than Axiom. But his gimmick is that he's a uh, he's good at math. He can see all the angles. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, the Rock, The Rock's daughter, is wrestling under now. the name The Rock. No. Oh. Pebble? No. Do you want to no? That's, scissors, scissors. No, oh. <laughs> scissors. <laughs> no, uh, the Rock's daughter, the Rock, who is one of the biggest uh, actors, sports in entertainers right in now, the world, one of the biggest wrestlers of all time. Uh, Ava Rain. That's terrible. Uh, and then here we have. That's like a that's like a name, like when you. Like a generic name, like if you're in the character creator selection and they're like, you need a random name generator and you click it and it's like Ava Rain. You're like, done. Easy. Let's yeah. Go. Uh, here, here is it. Where, where? Okay. So, okay. So it's Fallon. Fallon Henley is the one who has the bar, but doesn't want to sell to the <laughs> dastardly Kiana James. Okay. Okay. So look, okay. You're in, you're in, in the wrestling world. I'm not. Do other people find storylines like this entertaining? I know you need a storyline. I get it. It like, so, you yeah, need some sort of soap opera drama. I, I get it, but like, does anybody find that compelling? I mean, when you say, I mean, anybody is a very big yeah, yeah. net. I'm sure there are now. Now, look, I watch NXT. I enjoy NXT. It is very silly. This storyline, very silly, but there's always going to be a certain level of silliness 
when it comes to your pro wrestling. Sure. That's just how it is. Yeah. Now for me, like if it, if I was running a promotion, like I wouldn't have storylines. Well, first of all, I've always had a problem, even going back to like the gimmicks from like the the nineties and stuff, where you have, you know, wrestling gimmicks based off of other professions. Yeah. Like if you like IRS. Yeah, uh, Duke the Dumpster Droves. Like, if you have all these other jobs, a uh, big boss man. Although big boss man's a great, great wrestler. He was, he was awesome. But, but, dude, like you're a corrections officer. Why do you also? Yeah, I, I never liked that. It's like you're either a pro wrestler. Yeah, or you're not. Like for me, you can come up with enough storylines just within the confines of look. I don't have a championship. I'm a fighter, and I want to get a championship. And again, and there's a ton of examples. Like I said, you know, Tatanka, fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. The Undertaker, like it's just like yeah, just make a character, and then that's that's your guy. That's what you are. Oh, what do you think of this name? And again, this guy, very good wrestler, had a better name before they changed it. <laughs> Rip Fowler. Jesus, why do they all have two names? Like, why is that a thing? <laughs> like, they have to have a first and last name. A lot of guys do. Some guys only have one. Um. Yeah, those are kind of the big standouts for me. There's this one chick, Tiffany Stratton. She's amazing. I like See, her. That, that sounds really okay, dope. Tiffany Stratton. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have two names, it's like a Trish Stratus or something like that. Like, I, I, that's okay. And then there's Songa at the good name. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Songa. Songa's good. Veer. There's a, there's a, there's a one name. Veer. 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 V-E-E-R. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Veer and Songa are a team right at the moment. See, that's some wrestling shit. Yeah. Yeah. Some just some random sounds that don't mean anything. That's what I like. What about this one? Malik Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Back to that random name generator again. Lash Legend. Ugh, terrible. And I guess, you know, guys had names like in the in the what did I used to watch? The Golden Era? Um, is that like, yeah, I, I guess the eighties, you know, yeah, the eighties, is that what you watch? Yeah. Yeah. So like they're in the eighties the and, and wrestling era. Right. So like, I guess there were people with like names like, you know, Ted DiBiase, but like, that's a great name though. It's an amazing fucking name. Uh, that's a great name. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, Randy Savage, like these are names, Hulk yeah. Hogan, even though he sucks, like, th- you know, th- they're names, but they didn't sound like an accountant or some guy that works at Safeway. Like they sounded like, oh, that's a great, that's a, that's a, that's a powerful that's name. That's a powerful name. Ted yeah. DiBiase. Like, oh yeah. shit, that guy's rich. Do you remember the, uh, the Steiners by any chance? Of course. Uh, they used to wear the ear guards, right? Yeah. Rick Steiner, Scott Steiner. Yeah. So Rick's son is in NXT right now and he's the NXT champion. Uh, the Steiners are legends in pro wrestling, you know, and pro wrestling writ large, not just right, WWE. Right. Do you know what oh, no. the son of Rick Steiner is? No. <laughs> Do you want to take a guess at least the last um, name? Try uh, to get the last name of Rick okay. Steiner's son. Smith. No, I was actually setting you up. I was hoping you would say Steiner. Uh, I, was gonna, like, well, I was going to, but I was like, that's yeah. too obvious. Braun Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in charge? of talent development at this NXT outfit. Like, this is terrible. When those names were created, a large <laughs> part of that God, was done with uh, when Vince was still around. But Vince is gone now, and Triple H is in charge. So that's a good thing. Like, the show's gotten better okay. since that happened. 
Uh, but yeah, and and like Braun is great. He's a fantastic. I mean, he's so again. NXT is an offshoot of WWE. Yeah, so NXT is basically it's, it's their um, their 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 triple A okay. pretty much. Okay, it's it's where they're like semi pro or it's or like they're amateur it, or whatever. I'm I, I'm not gonna say NXT. I mean, I guess it kind of it it is. I mean, but like when you're when you're in NXT, you're develop it's developmental. Like okay, you're okay. being taught the ways of you know the business in terms right. of how WWE produces television. It's like the amateur so, league, like who goes to the Olympics. It's like that right. type of, yeah, gotcha. Right. It's like, you know, you like usually like, you know, anybody's new, they get signed to WWE. They start an NXT. They get on NXT the television show. And then once they kind of get up to speed, it's like, and they're good. It's like, okay, we're going to elevate you or promote you to raw or SmackDown. Okay. Now you're on okay. the main roster. But, but NXT, I mean, it's, it's, it's got a mix of, you know, a lot of good talent. But again, like I like it, it's it's fun just because I like seeing these young kids and seeing them get better. Yeah. Some get some kind of get to acclimate to pro wrestling a lot faster than others, but it's always cool to kind of see that leap. Like Tiffany Stratton, who I'm really high on right now. Uh and I mean she's beautiful, but like she's a former uh like Olympic gymnast mm-hmm. and she's only been wrestling a year, if that. She's got it. But she's getting it, yeah. I mean, she's got the character work down. Like, she had that before she got the wrestling. I mean, she's still coming along with the wrestling. But in WWE, I mean, her character work is great. She's a good That's probably more important anyway. It is. You can learn to be a better athlete, a better wrestler. Like, you can learn that skill. But, like, just being charismatic and having personality, that's good. You can only learn so much. Yeah, she's got that in spades. Right. And and then there are also, you know, situations where it's, it's the latter, where it's like someone takes to the wrestling of it all but has a hard time with the charisma or just right. connecting on an emotional level with the audience. So yeah, but no, Tiffany Stratton, if I was buying stocks and, and talent, like she'd be, hmm. she's like a blue chip prospect. All right. Well, good for her. Hopefully, uh, fucking Phil Philman doesn't take uh, her belt away from her <laughs> <laughs> in the, uh, ice cream shop war or whatever the fuck they're doing over there. Oh. <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah uh we should probably wrap this up yeah i'll use the bathroom but I, I i was gonna say so i saw brother adam and uh then i was <laughs> brother adam <laughs> yeah okay how was it ha- have you seen it no i have not okay are you go- do you want to see it i, I, I want I, you to I, I, i'd like you to watch it because okay. I'll, I'll watch it i'll watch it i mean look it's yeah i'm not gonna bury the leader it's not good right but is worth talking about though. It's worth talking about only like... for the jokes. Only okay. for the jokes. Okay. Like I want okay. you to okay. watch it just for the jokes. Right, I'll I watch it. I'll watch it. Could really go in on this movie. And I feel like we haven't watched the same movie at the same time in a while. Yeah. So yes, okay, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. I watched it uh last or no, this past Saturday because they it dropped on HBO Max this past Friday. Okay. And uh yeah, it, <laughs> it's yeah, just for the jokes. We should <laughs> talk about it. All right, all right, I'll do it. Um, all right. Well, uh, I guess that's that. Um, wait, what am I doing? so yeah, if, uh, you'd consider following us on or, um, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, please do that. You can follow us on Twitter at bombcast podcast. There's uh, links to whatever else our merch and stuff on T public. Uh, follow me on YouTube at Graham Baker and also, at Boring Gear Reviews, which has been doing uh, well. 
We're yeah. up to 117 subscribers. Woohoo! Getting about 20 a week. Happy about that. It's only been like six weeks, five weeks. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Sometime. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm off. So, yeah. I, okay. Yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, you sons of a bitch. <laughs> and uh, peace. <laughs> All right, peace. I don't know where that came from. I, like I don't it. even know. I like it. I'm a fan. Yeah, fuck these people. <laughs>